This is the EWN Podcast Network. This is episode number five of the Feminine Essence Podcast. Welcome to Feminine Essence. Feminine Essence is a podcast for women following their passions in business. Each episode of Feminine Essence, we feature interviews and advice on how to increase your visibility with greater success and impact while inspiring you to step into your feminine essence. Here's your host, Steffi Joe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Feminine Essence podcast, a podcast for women following their passion in business. And I'm your host, Steffi Joe. And I really want to thank you for being here today and listening to this podcast. And I really hope you enjoy it. You know, my intention is to bring lots of value around the conversations we're having today around the feminine entrepreneur, you know, her essence. How does she connect to it? How does she create from that authentic essence? And how does she grow and cultivate that essence to keep leveling up and keep improving and growing along the way? So I'm very excited. If you would like to uh, subscribe to this podcast, I would love it. I would really appreciate it because I'm so excited for the guests that are that I have lined up for you. And um, I would love for you to subscribe so you you get a notice uh, when those are, are about to uh, air. So anyways, if you'd like to also learn more about who I am, and what I do in this uh, feminine essence world today in business, uh, you can go to www.expressyouressence.com or you can check me out on Facebook. Same thing, Facebook is, is Express Your Essence. I'm on LinkedIn and, of course, Twitter. I'm at Essence Coach and so on. But you can find me out there. Just uh, go to my website and um, you know check it out. I would love it. And of course, if you have any comments or feedback on any of my work and this podcast, I welcome the engagement. Thank you very much. So those of you who don't know me, just just give you a little information here is I've been a business owner for 34 plus years. And I, I have experienced a lot, 34 years. I mean, how can I not? And in all aspects of business, I've started a business from scratch and uh, growing it, you know, working with employees, how, how to build this business from nothing to, you know, multi-million dollar business. And one thing that stayed true, and, and that's what, what I'd like to bring to you, you know, about today's podcast is one thing that stayed true and consistent for me during all those years was the importance of self-care. You know, you go fast and furious, you know, there's a lot going on and it's very easy to forget about ourselves, especially as being, you know, women and we're putting everything else, you know, before ourselves, you know, it's kind of trained to do that if you're a mother and, and such. So self-care actually becomes part of the um, health and the growing um, of not only of yourself, but of your business. So self-care is really important. So my intention with these podcasts is to each month schedule that time, that self-care time with someone who that is their passion. And that's how they help others and they teach others in different areas. There's 
you know, we have the mind, body, spirit, and the self-care of all of them are, are important. So each guest will have their expertise and perhaps we can learn something, you know, have a, a takeaway that maybe we don't already know that or may inspire us to pick something back up. But the importance is self-care. So this month or this, I guess this podcast coming up, I had kind of have it, my podcast kind of chunked into different areas. I, I'll bring that up just so you know what's coming is, you know, my conversation is around connecting and creating and cultivating the essence. And so when I think about, you know, in the connection and the creating and the cultivating, they each have a self-care component. So in our connection to ourselves, you know, what is that self-care that really speaks to to that part of our connection to the essence? And so today's guest is Kim McLaughlin and her passion. Oh, my gosh. Her passion is very clear and aligned with her essence. And as we were speaking, there came a moment. It was really, I, I just really had to smile and it kind of opened me up to something I'd like to speak more about. But as we were speaking together, it, there came a moment that we all could align, you know, even down to the, the words and, and our passions and the actions that we take in, in our own businesses, which are in two different fields, but we found that connection that we were speaking the same language. It really did not matter the, uh, let's say, the type of business. We were speaking the same language because we were coming from the essence of our passions, from that core of who we are. And so it was natural that all of a sudden she's speaking this language and she's focusing on her industry and I'm speaking the same language and the same words and I'm focusing on mine. So across the board, when you're really connected to the essence of who you are and you're really embodying that, you speak the same language. And I think that's why we, or I, I'll go as far to say that that is actually kind of proof that we are all connected. and in order to feel that connection and really embody what that means, it's going within and getting that alignment with our own essence. So anyways, I think, and, and I guess it's saying that too, it's, I get excited to take that conversation even forward with um, other guests that I interview and how much of the language of the essence and our passions are aligned in each industry we're just serving or focusing and serving on a different type of client or audience so very exciting stuff anyways i have <laughs> i love these conversations around the feminine essence and i just can't wait to have more of them and before i introduce our guest today kim mclaughlin i just invite you if anyone would like to have a conversation with me, just go to my website. I have a link there that you can schedule time with me and I would love to, to chat. And um, just go through a discovery if you have a question or you want to speak a little bit more about the essence or, or discover something in the alignment of our businesses and where we could have further conversation around. Just check me out on my website. 
So anyway, so today, Kim McLaughlin, she's an inspiring presenter. And she talks to audience about ending emotional eating. She helps people move from struggling with food, weight, and dieting into feeling peaceful with food. I love that concept, peaceful with food. Kim uh, prides herself on participants coming away from every talk with specific steps for them to end emotional eating. She has a history of working with people who overeat, binge eat, and emotionally eat. She has personal experience with overeating and all the pain that goes with it. And audiences come away as feeling heard and understood and accepted and knowing they are not alone in their situation. She has a master's degree in clinical psychology, which gives her the knowledge, the training, the experience and understanding to really help people move out of frustration and into action. She works with people in groups and individually and would love to talk to you more about your situation and the struggles. So here today, I'm just so excited. And I got to say, it's it's a serious, tough subject, this emotional eating. And but I love where she takes it to, you know, to teach us how to really, I guess, Feed Her Soul. And she has um, a book here. Uh, it's called Feed Your Soul. And yeah, just, oh gosh, it just speaks to my heart. And that's why you better stop here. So I don't want to give anything away. We, I want you to hear firsthand in our interview today with Kim McLaughlin. So thank you and let's get started. Well, Kim, welcome to my podcast, Feminine Essence. I am so happy that you're here with me. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm um, I'm just really interested in having a conversation with you, and I, I think it's going to be quite magical. Oh, I I think so because I just love what you do, and I love that you're in the business of helping others who suffer from emotional eating. And that is, I mean, huge. And, you know, I connect to that. I've been there. So I'm so excited to talk to you about it. And because I didn't really realize the emotion that I had around eating until I started, you know, looking at your work and what you do and how you help people. And I'm going, oh my God. (laughs) That's so, you know, Steffi Joe, it's so interesting that you say that because I can't tell you how many people will tell me, they'll say, Kim, I don't have a problem with emotional eating, but I eat in front of the television. I eat when I get home. The eating in the evening is a feeding frenzy. I can't not eat candy. I, um, what is something else? I can't stop when I'm full. And Mm. what happens is, is that it's, it's like, we don't get that there's emotions attached to it because we just identify the behavior, right? Mm -hmm. It's the sitting in front of the television and just mindless eating, or it's the, I can't stop with the chocolate. I think about the chocolate all the time that's in the closet, but that's really when you back it up, that is emotional eating. Mm -hmm. It's just, we've got to figure out what the emotion is. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, Oh, that just, I just had a question, but I want to, I want to (laughs) wait. <laughs> Just oh, okay. Here's where I want to start is because uh, this is what fascinates me about uh, women entrepreneurs and and everything is is can you 
tell us how how did this become important to you? Oh. Where did your passion come from around the work? You know, yeah, that's a good question. It actually, um, well, I, I was. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and I worked myself up the chain of command in lots of mental health nonprofit facilities. And I went from being a therapist to all these levels of, of management. And I had my daughter uh, nine years ago and she's nine at this point in time. And two years, when she was two years old, I just couldn't do the work anymore. And I was crying. I was upset. And I just told my husband, I can't do this anymore. And he said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I actually am a therapist by training. I could do that again. And what I did was, is it wasn't just about being a therapist. It's about being the entrepreneur and the business owner. And what I have found in these now, what, seven years I've been doing this is I love being a business owner. Mm. I love it. And I never knew that before. So that's a piece of the puzzle was being a business owner and open my own business. And so now it's expanded to, you know, therapy, coaching, writing, blogging, speaking, all those things. But I didn't know that before. What, and, and so that's a piece of it. The other piece of, of it was when I was thinking about opening my business was, well, what, what I heard a lot of was, well, what do you specialize in? What are you going to focus on? Mm-hmm. And what I thought of was, I love talking with people about food issues. And I myself has had food issues since I was eight years old, mm. a long time, a long time. And I had been doing a lot of personal work and felt more empowered in myself. And I thought, there are lots of people suffering out there. I'm going to focus on that. And that has just become a huge passion for me. It's what I focus on and people are responding to it really well because they want to get out of that kind of diet wrap trap and, and look at food differently and feel peace in their lives. So it's, it's a long answer, but it's kind of, I went in two different areas, two different ways. You know, one is yeah. coming into the business owner and then what do I specialize in my business? And those were kind of the two things that merged together Mm-hmm. to create what I have right now. Well, I love that because what I'm about, the, the tagline for the podcast is empowered passion to business success. Mm-hmm. And so you just put them both together right there because I really feel that, you know, we come, we identify that passion. And I'm not sure that how deep we go with identifying the passion and so that's one of the questions, I mean, especially, you know, the field that you're, your background and everything. When you said that you loved the topic and the, the subject matter, because you could, you were attached to it mm-hmm. when you were young. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that that is your, and I, and I think you've already said that was the beginning. Did it touch something really deep within you? And I call that, you know, your essence. Did it yes. touch your core essence that you felt this is my calling? You hit it. Mm. That's so true that for me, it's like, it's what I realize at this point in my life, it's what I live to do. And I hear people suffering. And I think, and I say like, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that hard. And I love sharing the message. It's interesting because I've known 
a lot of entrepreneurs that start in one area and they go to another area. And I think it's because they haven't found their passion. I haven't veered off of this. I don't think I'm going to because it suits me really well. And it's interesting to me also, and I don't know if the all the women that are listening will get this unless they've maybe been in business for a while, is that really your business kind of coaches your life. Mm. And like my business has been an opportunity for me to have growth as a person, but also me around food issues and, and me as a therapist and me as a person, as a mom, that my business has been such a growth opportunity for me personally that why wouldn't I keep doing this? Mm. It's, it's, it, it kind of just keeps regenerating me yeah, and enlivening me as we go along, as I go along. Yeah. And that's what I love. I think when you tap into that and you feel that way, it's natural and it attracts your clients because mm-hmm. when you are that way and you're so empowered with that, that passion and you're so connected, then how can you, you know, then developing your business around that, that's like your own law of attraction. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what really I it's really true. And it's just putting out, and that's where it, this whole idea of, you know, your 30, what do they call it? Your uh, elevator speech and your, and your thing that you say, you know, there are a lot of good ways to say stuff, but I tell you, I am super attracted to people in business that love their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hear more. Yeah. Like, what is it you do and help me understand and, and mm-hmm. how might you help me or how might I help you? Yeah. That is when you talk about that essence, it's, it's, it's that thing underneath. That's just kind of, it's like a driving force. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the driver, the supporter and the driver. And it just, I just think it just, you know, your energy just exudes when you're in that place and others want to know, I want what she has. I want to know what she's doing. You know, when you see that. So. I totally agree. And I, I know that for myself, but also I know that for other business owners that I come in contact with that when mm-hmm. you're on point, it, you know, you don't have to have a really clear message. I'll ask you enough questions to understand, but when you have passion for it, I want to know more. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So back to the, back to the, the eating, <laughs> I want to ask you a question. So I found recently that I get this nervous energy, okay? And so I'm, I'm concentrating my business and everything, but I'm not really hungry, but I want to munch. Yes. And so all of a sudden, what can I munch on? You know, I, I really don't want vegetables. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So I, I started grabbing popcorn. Yeah. Oh, my God. But is that, you know, that nervous energy, is that uh, an attachment? Is that also considered emotional eating? It could be. So let me just say it could be. And what I like to talk with people about what comes first is, are you hungry? What's your body saying, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when we really get down to it, what's your body saying? What is it? What's it needing? And what I wonder is, 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 are you hungry? And that I think is always the first question because what happens when we emotionally, we overeat, we binge eat, whatever you want to call it, we move out of our body 
right? The only way to kind of, the way I think about it and describe it is the only way to eat a lot of food or is to be kind of disconnected from yourself. And mm-hmm. what I think of is let's come back and be connected. And so the first question is, is am I hungry? Mm-hmm. And if I'm hungry, what am I hungry for? What do I need to give me the fuel to do the things I need to do? Mm-hmm. Or is it, I'm not hungry. And then the question is, is, well, what's that about? What's, how am I feeling? What triggered it? Is there something else I can do? Is there another strategy? What's the emotion about? Mm. And what I don't tell people is I really encourage you not to say, I can't have this. It's that I choose not to, Mm. or it's not that I can't have it. It's just, I'm going to kind of wonder for a second, am I hungry or am I not? And then move from there. So that's what what I always recommend to people is mm-hmm. first come to the, am I hungry mm-hmm. and start there. And then we move from there into what it all means. Oh, I like that. So it that's all- why it's a maybe, is it emotional? I don't know. Yeah. It could be, you're just hungry and like, you're just, right. You just feeling the, and you need it. Yeah. 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 I, I just walk in circles and just want to pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Right. And so, well, but, but also then Stephanie does, when you're triggered to do that pop up, you know, just kind of that walking in circles, it's like, well, I am feeling anxious or I'm feeling overwhelmed. Let me, let me do something about that feeling and then evaluate, am I hungry? And what do I need? I, I, um, I've had lots of opportunities to look at different behaviors. Mine was always, I told my clients, it's like, I had the three o'clock, I had to have the sweet treat. Mm. And every day at three o'clock, well, come to find out what it was about was I didn't like my job very much back when I was in job yeah. jobs. And well, once I figured that out, I could fix the thing either, you know, and not, I didn't need the sweet treat mm. because I understood what it was about. It's like, okay, right. I'm going to take care of this. And it wasn't that I can't have the sweet treat. It was just like, isn't this interesting? This shows up every day at three o'clock. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. What's this about? And once I ask those questions, am I really hungry? Once I ask those questions, I then can figure out what it's all about. And that's what I think of when you, when you describe just what you do. I love that. And I also, I, it just made me think that by asking the questions, I would be taking my power back. And that's what I was feeling when you said that. Oh, then I am in control. I get well, my- right. When yeah. you're when you're full when you're in anxiety, when you're in overwhelm, when you're in overload, it doesn't feel good and it feels disempowering, right? We don't make good decisions from that from that place. Mm-hmm. Right. Where we make good decisions from is from the place of calm and peace and centeredness, right? So mm-hmm. let's go there first and ask ourselves what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then and then move figure it out. I would also say that like, you know, if you when people are feeling anxious and they're eating, what do I need to do about my anxiety? Right. right. What, do I need to start doing maybe some meditation? Do I maybe mm-hmm. need to do some journaling? Maybe I need to get some exercise in the afternoon because I have a little nervous. Sometimes for me, it's just like, I have a lot of pent up physical energy and I got to get it. You know, I got to go shake it out. Yeah. It just, right. it just depends. Yeah. Well, thank you. I had, and you said something there that reminded me that I think it's, it might be in the title of your book, or I was reading about it. You mentioned peace with food. Mm -hmm. What, what do you mean by making peace with food? That actually is a really great question. I don't get asked that very much. What I mean with peace with food is that 
you eat what you need and what you want and you feel satisfied. So what it's not about is it's not about dieting and it's not about shaming our bodies with the way, with the size that we are, the size we think we should be or that we shouldn't be a certain way, but really coming, literally coming to the table peacefully and going, oh, this is going to fuel my body and this is super yummy and it's beautiful and delicious and I love having it and really enjoying it. Starting when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, being fully kind of embodied as you eat is a peaceful way of eating. Whereas a lot of my clients talk about coming to the table anxious or not even coming to the table, like literally eating in front of the refrigerator. I was talking with somebody yesterday about, you know, eating in front of the television until the box, whatever the box is, is empty, you know, and that that doesn't feel peaceful. That's a very anxious disconnected way to eat. But Mm. peace with food is peace with the food itself, with Mm. how you eat, with how much you eat, with what you eat, and Mm. also how you feel about your body Mm. and its representation because we really connect bodies with food. I can't have this because I'll get fat. Mm. I can't have this because I'm on a diet. And that to me is another piece of peace with food is how we feel about our bodies. Yeah. I like that because, yeah, that correlation. Now it's not just a thought in the mind. Now you're bringing it to the body. Mm -hmm. And now you've made it more, now you're solidifying whatever your thought is because now you've brought the feelings into the body. Yes. Absolutely. It's, it's mm-hmm. so it's interesting that you say that because in uh, my book, Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, I talk about my six step system and, and you actually, you touched on a lot of the areas. So the areas are the physical, we have to look at the physical, only half of the physical is about the food. Yeah. The rest is about all the other physical things that go on. We look at the emotions, mm-hmm. we look at the feelings and we look at the thoughts we also look at the lifestyle, what goes on around the food and our work and our day and our family. We also look at mindfulness and how embodied are we and connected to our center. And then the last one is self-love. Mm. And what you just talked about was, I think you kind of went on three of the uh, body, emotions and thought and, and actually mindfulness too. You put all of those together and that you can see how when we're disconnected, there are six areas we could be disconnected from. And that makes it a little bit more challenging, not impossible Mm -hmm. to have peace with food because it's more complicated than just put the fork down. It's more complicated than just don't buy the food. And and that's what people say. Well, all I have to do is just, you know, push away from the table. It's like, yeah, but it's not that it's more than that. Yeah. I love that because you know, in my work, I truly believe in the connection of the mind, body, spirit, mind, body, essence is because I go there. But, you know, if you, if one, I like what you're saying, because if one is off, then there's a disconnect in the whole. So in the whole person. Right. And what, and it's interesting because what, what I, in the people that I talk to is that people who have food issues, they're disconnected in all six at various points in time, generally all together. Mm -hmm. And so when we have kind of just a, oh, this is difficult, or this is just, 
a little tough. We're only disconnected in one of the six areas, Mm -hmm. but when the people that I talk to have a lot of disconnect in a lot of areas. And what's interesting to me is that as you get more connected in those six areas, Mm -hmm. your life feels better. It's not just about, it's the food is like half of the physical. It's the whole life becomes better and you feel good about yourself and you have peace with food, but you also have peace with your life. Yeah. Right. I I love that because it's beginning with, you're opening a doorway for those who have the eating, have problems with the emotional eating and and they're looking for help. Yeah. So you open the door and then there's all these other things that come into play. It's like the Rubik's cube. All of a sudden you're, you're, you're turning and twisting and you're putting things together until it, it matches or it aligns. It's absolutely true. And it's really putting those pieces together. And then as you put them together, your life feels better. And actually everybody's way of getting there is a little different. It's all very unique. Mm. So it's like, it's never a one size fits all. It's very much of what works for you. And, and there's, it's interesting because there's a lot of talk now about different ways of eating. And I don't actually, I mean, I do talk about food stuff or things that I learned from nutritionists because I'm not a nutritionist, but it's really everybody deciding what food works for you. And that's Mm -hmm. incredibly individual. Mm -hmm. What, what food plan or what style of eating that works for you doesn't necessarily work for me and won't work for somebody else. So Mm -hmm. we have to have that kind of individualistic look and Mm -hmm. go, well, what about me and what do I need and what works for me? And then that leads into your whole, how you're going to live your life. Yeah. I love that because your approach in doing that, I, you know, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, oh, you know, when I take women through dressing their essence, you know, we're connecting with the the core, the essence and, and who they are in, in that naked form. And then we look at their uniqueness because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Their formula for, for dressing in alignment mm-hmm. is individualized. And until you know their beginning, their essence, and what their challenges are, and you work on that as a whole, then you, know, you don't connect with your outside image. You're completely right. It's interesting how it, how they really are so similar about, and and so it's like, so the same thing with dressing your essence, right? You could give somebody for this size face you or this shape face, you need this for, for this shape of the body, you need this for this color eyes, you wear this for this color hair, right? It could be an A plus B equals C, right? Right. You could do that. And then we'd miss so much goodness Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't feel authentic. The right. same thing with food is that we could do a diet. Mm-hmm. I tell you what to eat. I tell you how much to eat. I tell you when to eat and how to manage difficulties. I could do mm-hmm. A plus B equals C, which is what diets do, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is that that always fails. You don't feel comfortable in the clothes, right? When you do the A yes. plus B equals C with your clothes, it's like, yes, yeah, so this just isn't yeah. right. I don't know what's Not wrong quite. with it. Right. Not quite me, but I don't like it. The same thing with food is like, Mm. oh, I hate this eating plan. I don't want to do it anymore. And so people stop. That's why diets don't work because it's not 
personal. It's not about you getting in touch with yourself, your essence, as you you call it, right? When you get in touch with your essence and look intuitively inside about what do I really need? What is my body calling for? Mm -hmm. It shows up, but we got to have the space to do that and look at all those six areas. Yes. From my standpoint, right? Look at all the six areas to see, well, what is for me? It's, yeah. It is, it actually blends very well, the, mm. the two ideas. I love it. Mm. I love it. Because ultimately it's coming back to self-love, right? Yeah. 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 Everything. And, mm. and where we get caught, you know, everyone has their own thing and where their their challenges are. But it, it um, comes to the self-esteem, the self-love and accepting who we are. It's funny you say that because when I do my program and when I wrote my book, I really had to think about it a lot because I put physical, the physical first. It was physical, emotional, thoughts, lifestyle, mindfulness, self-love was last, right? Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, should I put it first? Because it is the number one. I have clients who say, Kim, I know it's about self-love. I know. (laughs) I know what you're going to say. I said, what am I going to say? It's about self-love. It's like, Yeah, it is actually. It's always come (laughs) back there, but we think it's all the other things. So we got to start with all the other things to get to the point of knowing it's all about self-love, self-esteem, self-worth, you know, who we are and what we think about ourselves. Yeah. It sounds like the, you know, what came to mind is it's the process. Our mind knows, but the body and the spirit or the essence, they need to go through their process to get there also. Is that- yes, that's yeah. a great way to put it, that yeah. it is a process and we have to go through it to get to the end. And once again, that's why diets don't work. Yeah. It doesn't, it's the A plus B equals C method. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we're working on our essence and looking at ourselves, yes, it takes longer but then you got it. You never have to, you don't have to try another diet because you just got it. Yeah. You right. Could, the same thing with your clothes, yes. with the clothes, right? Once yes, you exactly. know your essence, it's like, it's, I just got yeah. it. I don't need to do anything different. I got yeah. it. It feels great. Exactly. And now you can go duplicate it. You know, you're, you're, you got it. You know what to do. You, you have the feeling you're feeling it. You know it intellectually now. You've got your formula. You're feeling it. And now you can do it. Doesn't matter when. You just can. Right. And then if you get off track mm-hmm. and like, let's say I'm at the consignment store and I buy something that I think is okay or I think it should be okay and I put it on and go, oh, well, that wasn't. It's like, well, what happened? Well, I broke away yes. from what was my essence, right? The right. same thing with food. Right. If you notice that you're feeling bad about yourself, if you're overeating, if you're doing that, the munchies, it's like, well, we'll step back and check in and go, well, this is interesting. What's this about? Yeah. What's going on? Right. Right. It's a powerful method where it becomes very, it's self-empowered, right? Self-empowerment. Yes. Because you're empowering yourself. Yes. So much so. Mm -hmm. I love your work. And before, um, I know I'll have this down in, in the notes, in the show notes, but tell us your book. What, you, do you have two of them? I do. I have um, one is Discover Your Inspiration. And it was a book with, I think it was 20 other people where we each wrote a chapter book, a chapter mm-hmm. in the book. And mine is called Diet is a Four-Letter Word. Oh, I like it. 
I tell you, I love that. It was my favorite. Um, I love it. I never asked permission, like if I could use that as my title, but I just did. Um, and it's about it. my story of dieting. And, and it was, it was interesting because it was me. I felt like I was really putting myself out there because I think my story is similar and different from others. And, and like, I don't always share it. And it was me stepping out to share it. So that was the first book. And that was a couple of years ago. The one that's just getting ready to come out depends on when your show is on as to mm-hmm. when it's coming out, but it is feed your soul, nourish your life. And wow. it's a six step system to freedom with food. Mm-hmm. And I totally tell my story in there and I go through the six step system and, and I talk about what happened to me in those six steps mm-hmm. and how I got to my personal freedom with food and that there's still more for me to learn. And we have a lot of things in the book about different ideas about what you can do, help you understand about yourself in the process. But it, for me, it was really putting myself up again to say, well, and this is what happened to me. And I decided that I didn't want to use client stories. Like, you know, people do that a lot in their book where my client did this. I'm just like, I thought, yeah, I don't really want to out other people. How about I just stick with me? So that's, that's what the book is. Oh, I love it. Cause then we get to relate to you. It's based on stories. And that's a lot of what food issues are about. It's like, it's telling a story. You told the story about walking around, right? It was a very visual story that you told. Um, and, and it's about the story because what I find is like, I can describe, or I can say I've, I help people with emotion and emotionally they go, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's not me. And then I'll tell them the definition. They'll go, well, that's interesting. Maybe. And then I tell them a story and they go, oh, that's me. Yeah. Right. The yeah. story hits us at a deeper level right. and, and we can resonate with it. And the, oh, you too? Like, yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. Oh, now I'm glad you brought up story. Mm-hmm. Okay, as we're getting close. And, and before we close out, I want to learn more about, I want you to be able to tell people how to get a hold of you and such. Mm-hmm. But I have a question for you. And, mm-hmm. I, and I ask everyone this question. So don't think about it. Just kind of go with it and see what okay. that. Okay. <laughs> so the question is, if you had the ability to come back in another life and you came back as a flower and you could choose where you would grow Mm -hmm. and bloom, where would that be? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to just tell you what I first thought. First, what's interesting is that my daughter's name is Lily. So we have that in our, and so I was thinking, no, no, not Lil. Um, And then our dog's name is Poppy. So like, we're like all in the the flower realm. So that's funny that you say that. Um, So I will tell, so those came to my mind. And then the next that came to my mind, (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I just got to tell you, tell me it would be at the beach and it would be an ice plant. Ooh. Do you know, you know, the ones that grow yeah. all up on the, um, there is, have those, I, yeah. I love the beach. I, yeah. and I was trying to think of what flower mm-hmm. grows on the beach mm-hmm. and that's the only one I could think of. Yeah. It's need. got those little brown flowers that come out. Yeah. Every, yeah. yeah. And, and it grows and it covers. It does. Right? It's, 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 um, and it, and it holds the sand, right? right? So that the sand doesn't fly away. So right. they'll put it up there as remediation yeah. to make sure the sand doesn't yeah. fly away, but it has the green, it's more like a, um, cactus kind of, 
Mm-hmm. A um, succulent, isn't it? A it's succulent? more like a succulent. Yeah. And then it has the flowers, the bright flowers that come out and then they go away. And then the green is a, is a very vibrant green that, that looks mm-hmm. like a succulent. Yeah. But, or I, yeah, I guess the whole thing is a succulent. That would make sense on the sand. But so, that's what I thought of. so why the, why the beach? Cause you love the beach. I am a beach girl. Um, actually this summer we went to the beach and we were playing in the ocean and I am well into adulthood and I was in my element and I had forgotten how much I love the beach and water. And my husband said, I've never seen you so happy as here. And I go, oh yeah, this is my place. And we need to come here more often because I just love it. It talk about my essence. Mm -hmm. It shines there. So I love the beach. I love the water. I love the sun the whole thing. Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you for answering that for me. Everyone, you know, is unique and we all have our place in that we envision. And I love to hear, you know, where everybody loves to grow. That's a very cool and very unusual question. That's the first time I've been asked that. I really, I like that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for answering. I like that. (laughs) Well, before we close, you told us the, the name of your books, but Tell us how, if someone wanted to learn more about you and how mm-hmm. to how to work with you, where would they go? And again, I'll put it in the show notes, but okay. I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, good. My website is feedyoursoulunlimited.com, feedyoursoulunlimited.com. I have a lot on there, kind of information, blogs, audios. And what I did for your guys is I put up a special page for them that they can go to get some free stuff that's different from what other people get. So I wanted to make sure that I put that out to everybody. So it's feedyoursoulunlimited.com forward slash free gift. I'm looking at my note. Free gift, no slash in there, free gift. So uh, forward slash free gift. I'm, I put in there uh, um, the hungry full, like how to get in touch with your body about whether you're hungry, whether you're full. I also put in there some um, different audios that are some ones that I think are really good. I do. I've done a, a monthly emotional eating community call and I record things. And so I put some recordings up there. You can listen to it just like you listen to this podcast, different mm-hmm. things to read and to help support people in their journey to figuring out their relationship with food. So that's for all your peeps, feedyoursoulunlimited.com forward slash free gift. Oh, thank you so much, Kim. I really appreciate that. I'm looking forward to downloading that or going and checking it more out because I'm going to figure out this uh, nervous popcorn issue. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of sit with it. I think yeah. some of, some of the things we talked about today, I think will probably help you get in the right direction yeah. to figuring it out. And that's all we're looking for is trying to get mm-hmm. some peace with food, right? So we can go and do, learn more about ourselves so we can go yeah. do our next right thing. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you. And well, Thank you to everyone listening. And I sure enjoyed you being here with us, Kim. And I know that everybody else does too. Oh, Steffi Joe, thank you so much. I really love, I love talking with you. Your questions are really enlightening today. So I really appreciate you having me on your show. Oh, thank you. Well, we'll talk again soon. Take care. Bye everyone. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you're interested in hearing more and finding out how to work with Steffi Joe to enhance your feminine essence for greater visibility and success, visit expressyouressence.com. Until next time, be your essence. This is the EWN Podcast Network.